Sabbath. <laughs> Republic of Texas Radio. Uh, today's date is uh, January 14th, 2024. And I'd like to say take that, Travis and Stephen Douglas Whitener. That is my Ozzy Osbourne slash Sabbath. And I will, well, I'll try to one-up you a little bit. I hereby proclaim this Sunday, uh, January 14th, to be Black Sabbath Day. Or Aussie Day, if you so prefer. And on Black Sabbath slash Aussie Day, you will play Black Sabbath or Aussie music unless you don't want to. So I'm kind of a little bit better than those Valentine's Day slash Mother's Day, Father's Day, President's Day, my dog's haircut day people. Yeah, that's how we do it here. It's up to you to do whatever you want today. Hmm. You know, it's cold out. You know, I heard last night, and we'll bring on Alan, I hear rumor that he survived the freeze. Hmm. We'll find out. Sam told me that he was on the line, so it must be must be true. But Kathy Hutchell or whatever, you remember that unelected person that took over after the, the coronavirus, right? They tapped a, a woman on the shoulder in New York and said, hey, here, take over this mess from old what's-his-name. Yeah, well, she she proclaimed a lockdown, a travel ban yesterday because it got too cold for the, the, the New Yorkers. Are them New Yorkers? They know they can't be driving around. Stop. Don't do it. It's too hard for you to drive. You're not smart enough to drive. It's too dangerous. Let your government drive. <laughs> Oh, crap. They can't even play football, right? doesn't matter that they're playing football in other places that is colder. Yeah, yeah. Whatever, that's New York for you. How we have fallen. Man, I don't know. I know we stood up at one time, but here I go, getting started. Let's get Alan. It's cold out there, right, Alan? Or is it? You tell me. Uh, I, I, I guess I don't have an outdoor thermometer that works right now. It's it was forty six inside when I woke up. Um, you know, I was I was wondering why I, I've got this sudden urge to bite the head off a bat, Steve. Um, <laughs> I guess everything is part of the psychological warfare that's been going on for a long time, huh? Yeah, that's a San Antonio special, and I was wondering about that too. You know, Ozzy Osbourne bit the head off of a bat when I was growing up. And, uh, well, it was supposed to be a fake bat or somebody, you know, whatever, right? You know, it was a shtick. And then San Antonio banned him from coming back to San Antonio. It's like, okay. Now, I, I, I get it that I'm going all libertarian on this, right? But I do believe in a lot of libertarian or anarchists' the precepts. Um, who... Gave San Antonio the permission to ban Ozzy Osbourne from uh, playing in San Antonio. Do you know, Alan? Was it just like a statement that they made? Do you remember? You remember how they banned him and all that crap, right? Uh, yeah, Alamo Area Council of Governments. Um, <laughs> I couldn't say, Steve. The, the uh, powers that rule us from on high, I guess. Right, I know. Well, they just do whatever they want to do. You know, at least, uh, and, and I have a hard time getting people to, well, disagree with me. You know, when I say, well, it doesn't matter if it's just the law, right? Or if it's not the law. The law says you do this and you're okay. Ah, oh, crap, you're in jail? Damn it. Oh, well, well, when you get out, 
you know, maybe you'll be better. Uh, it's just frustrating stuff. So what is there to talk about this week besides the stuff that I picked to talk about this week there, Alan? Not much uh, very exciting happening in my life at the moment, Steve. Um, I, I really couldn't say, you know, um, I pulled myself back a little bit while my mom was sick, you know, didn't have access to streams. My mom doesn't have the Internet or a smartphone or anything or, you know, even a satellite hookup. And I do want to uh, thank the folks down at RBN um, for getting these satellite feed fixed. Uh, you know, I, I think it was Thursday, you know, Mike gave me a call Thursday evening and asked me to, you know, are, are you listening? You know, uh, what, what do you think is going on? What do you hear? And um, apparently they they cut their um, their feed to the satellite connection from 128 gigafoodles to um, <laughs> it lowered it down, I guess, to save uh, rubber bandwidth or something like that. And uh, wow. apparently that was the problem. I think they upped their, their feed rate and uh, all is good again on the satellite at least. Wow, those gigger flutels. They're very technical. I love it. Yeah, but that's good good to hear, man. You know, so anybody else you know, having problems with the the streams? I've been I've been listening, you know, um all week, right? You know, and uh, I've had good good, you know, clarity. So since we did that, that last week, you know, feel free to call in and and talk about it. We're going to be doing a little bit of RBN news uh come the top of next hour when we when we pick another Black Sabbath song, actually, um, Sam, if you want to get the Sabbath ready for us, and or, or Ozzy, you know, that's also allowed, or anything else that, you know. Yeah, get, get it ready and keep it holy, Sam. Keep that Sabbath holy. <laughs> keep it holy. Hmm. Yeah, the funniest thing, you know, and I was just about to go look this up before I ran out of time in, in Precursor. <laughs> Speaking of holy, I don't know if it's unholy or not, and this is, of course, a, a Jew joke. Um, it's really not a joke. It really happened. A bunch of uh, what, um, devout Jews, right? I, I know they're Shabbat Lutzevichs by designation. Right, you know, a holy school. Did you hear this story, Alan? Do you know where I'm going? So, a bunch of Jewish kids are going to a school, right? And it's a very religious Jewish school. And um, somehow they get into their head that in order to be Jewish, they need to dig a tunnel. And um, so they start digging a tunnel and they do the Shawshank Redemption thing. Do you know this story, Alan? I've heard inklings of it, yeah. Yeah, I don't know the whole story, so anybody want to call up and clarify some of the points that I know or don't know, uh, that would be kind of fun. So, But let me tell the story. So, a bunch of Jewish kids, right, walk into a bar. No. (laughs) They they go to school, and they decide that in order to be better Jews, they need to dig a tunnel. Right, at least the story goes. So they start digging with their hands and scoops and instruments or whatever, and they put it in their pockets. And this has went on for over a year. And so they throw the stuff out, and they didn't want to let the older Jews know about it. Um, I don't know Zionists or whatever they want to call themselves. They have a lot of words that they like to use, right? To in, um, to be superior to everybody, I guess they they feel that they are, uh, but whatever, you know, <laughs> they're they're absolutely insane. I'll tell you that much. At least these kids were, and maybe the Chabad 
Shabbat, Luchabitch, bitches, whatever, are as well. I, I'm not really very big on racists, and they're definitely racist supremacists, you know, Jewish supremacists. Um, I've had run-ins with them when I was in New York, right? And they treat you like, well, dirt. Right, and I hear in Israel they treat everybody else like dirt too, and they say, "Oh no, we spit on you as a sign of respect." <laughs> really? Hmm. Gotcha. Uh, I respect you too. <laughs> Anyways, no. So they. So Alan, back to my story. Um, so these kids dug. A hole, and they were going to build a tunnel to the Lord, or they don't have a Lord. I don't know who they're digging a tunnel for, but they dug a tunnel, and the second year they figured out that they weren't um, doing it too well, and they decided that they were doing a fundraiser, and so they raised funds to hire a group of illegal aliens, right, Mexicans, to stay in a uh, abandoned part of the the mosque or whatever they call that temple of theirs, you know, in the, in the school. They, so they, they, they put them in a concentration camp, Steve, from what I heard. Yeah, and so they hired and, these and, Mexicans. And then do forced labor. And, 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 yeah. and then, when, then when they couldn't work anymore, they, they uh, put them in a gas chamber and cooked them in an oven. Yeah. I think you're getting your stories mixed up, Alan. You know, I might be wrong, but, you know, it sounds like, ah, I don't know, fairies wear boots, so whatever. But, you know, they hired illegal aliens, and then then the, the aliens actually did a really good job of building the tunnel, right? And then, you know, the older Jews came up and they said, you know, hey, so so why you build the hunt the tunnel, eh? And I don't know how they say it in Jewish. Um, and they go, oh, that was a Canadian Jew. Jew. No, those are huh? The back bacon. That was that was a Canadian Jew, eh? Okay, yeah, it could be. You know, I, I I really don't know. I know they wear black, and then they have dongly hair to a certain extent. I don't know. You know, I'm not there, but they did it. And there's something more to that. Right, you know they, and they filled it, you know, tunnels, and this tunnel was um, a short, if I remember right, the dimensions of the tunnel was off, and so the whole the whole story stinks to all high heaven. Why the hell they built this tunnel to their god? Right, you know, uh, because it's like two or three feet tall, Alan. It wasn't very tall. It was wide and long. And it had dimensions, and I, hell, I heard Blackbird 9 may mention to something about, you know, children's seats and clothing or something. Maybe that was something different. But I know somebody knows something out there, and, you know, you feel free to call into the, the show, 1-800-313-9443, if you know a little bit about that. <clears throat> that's something that's interesting to me. I would like to get clarity, and I don't really feel like searching on it too much. And maybe it's nothing. Maybe all kids dig tunnel. I, I'm, and that might be true, Alan. Did you ever try to dig a tunnel when you were a kid? Yeah, but I didn't. We didn't have any slave labor, so they weren't ever very extensive or anything. You know, and, you know, we, everyone built you know forks, and then you'd cover it with logs, and you know, try uh -huh. to make it you know hidden and everything. You know, so you had your little secret hideout, but. 
No, n- nothing ever too extensive. Didn't didn't have the technology at the time when I was young. Yeah, I don't know. And it it saddens me that kids don't dig tunnels, build forts anymore. But maybe they do. Maybe they. I just don't see them. I know um, the ones that I see are. Yo, God, stuck with rectangles. I thought of you the other day when I was uh, in town. I'm stuck to going to the laundromat again, you know, living out of a trailer, folks. Uh, going to the laundromat, and I, I get into the laundromat, and I look around, and I'm like, wow, there's only one guy in here that doesn't have a rectangle and staring at it. Right there's a chick. She's watching her stuff on a rectangle while folding clothes. Right, she's got her Bluetooth in her ear. You know, <laughs> and then there, there's a kid over here. He's staring at his rectangle. And there's a lady, and there's a guy, and there. Look at that guy. Oh, he has earbuds. Oh, okay. That's not true. He's listening to something. I'm the only one without this face stuffed in a rectangle. But that's what we do in 2024. We um, don't see the world around us. We look at the rectangle, except for the RBN listeners. Go ahead. I'll put the caveat in, Alan. Sorry. Go ahead. No, no, sorry. I was just clearing my throat a little bit. But, but no, Steve, you know, whenever I do go places, you know, sitting in a doctor's office or wherever, um, the people that don't have their face shoved into a rectangle, I generally try to strike a conversation with them and ask them. It's like, well, you know, Where's your rectangle at? Oh, well, I've got one, but I don't live on the damn thing like everyone else seems to. You know, and we'll be talking out loud, and the people around us with their face shoved in a rectangle don't even realize that we're having a conversation basically about them. Yeah, it's fascinating, you know, to think that um, that you can uh, get somebody's attention and focus it on a little piece of plastic well sure it's more than a little piece of plastic but it's usually about four inches by two and a half inches and you're like okay here stare at this little thing ready set go (laughs) no well you know you know a laundromat is not one of the most exciting places on the planet you know uh last time i was in one you know was back when i was living in fayetteville you know a college town and you know, generally there was, you know, some, some ladies in there doing their laundry or, you know, some other guy. And, you know, this was pre-rectangle. And, you know, uh, I guess uh, I guess the Internet was in last time I was actually using a laundromat. But, um, but I, we, you know, you can always start talking to the people around me, you know, while you're folding laundry or just sitting there waiting for it to, to do its cycles. And, um, you know, I, I, it's just part of the world that probably will never come back. And uh, I kind of miss, you know, uh, you know, human interaction. I, re- I really do miss it. Mm, yeah, it's a, uh, it's, for me, it's been a long ride, you know, uh, being a technologist uh, since birth, pretty much. Um, I remember when uh, the Palm Pilot came out, you know, I lived in Silicon Valley at the time, and just the whole concept of the Palm Pilot, when it first, uh, you know, arrived on the scene, you know, it was something that, uh, I don't think it was. It was by Palm Inc. at the time. It was bought later by 3M. But the the CEO, and that's another thing that's really offensive. It's these terms called CEO and CFO. It's like this weird fiction. You know, what are you? I'm the CEO. What does that mean? Nothing, right? I'm the I'm the boss. I like I like El Jefe myself. I'm, I'm going to give myself the title of El Jefe, you know, in my business because, you know, it just, well, it sounds 
pretty fun, right? Non-offensive, is it? You know, whatever. Doesn't matter. He likes CEO. Anyways, the CEO of Palm Pilot, uh, he walked around, Alan, and they they were going to make this thing, and it was going to be a rectangle. Well, they decided on a rectangle because the first thing that the 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 creator, the builder of Palm Pilot did was, well, he got himself a saw and he started cutting little chunks of wood and tried to figure out what the correct size of wood or what he had to work with because he wanted it to fit in your palm. And so that, that initial device, oh, well, is largely responsible for, you know, what we use today. The Palm Pilot was initially, and I didn't want to go down the Palm Pilot route, but since we went rectanglish, you know, we might as well go Palmish, um, since we already did Jewish, too. That's bad, bad jokes. Man, that's terrible. But anyways, the Palm Pilot would fit in your hand, and then they said, okay, so now we got the correct size of wood. Now let's make it do something. And they did everything that we did in the early computer days. Well, what should we do with it? Let's make a phone book. <laughs> yeah, when I was a kid, I was probably, God, 12? Yeah, I made a phone book for my computer. It took me like, what, 10 minutes to get a phone number out of it? Yeah, wasn't very effective. Republic of Texas Radio, we'll be right back. Excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pasture-raised meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pasture-raised meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom-of-the-barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free, terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms in the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork. Raised the way nature intended.
my name is John. I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee. It's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted. It's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. Republic of Texas Radio. Hey, CFR, you know, thanks for that um, little thing that you just sent me. Um, I think it might be on topic to where I'm going here in a little bit, but I'm not too sure. Can't really review stuff during the show. Um, but thanks for reaching out. We'll, we'll keep going where we were going. You know, um, Man, I heard something on the radio that uh, this week, and <laughs> it came from Chance, right? Chance said it, and I heard Chance a lot. Me and him, uh, we, we tend to listen to the same things, you know, and I hear him calling in once in a while, and it's good to hear you back on the radio. We, we lost you here there for a second there, Chance, and I, I guess that's because Chance got tired of his rectangle. At least that's what I hear. Isn't that what you heard, Alan? Yeah, I believe he said he gave up digital, and he's basically trying to become an analog man again. Well, good for you. I really appreciate that. But he was talking to to one of the hosts, and, you know, um, he was in there telling him how much he liked him. And I I, I really appreciate the guy, too. Right? And he talked about all these other um, talk show people, like, uh, that are just a waste of time chatter. And I'm like, ooh, 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 Mr. Carter, that's us. (laughs) I I texted Andy, and Andy took offense to that. He says, you guys are not waste of time. And I'm going, well, okay, maybe not. You know, maybe, though. You know, I, we're not bringing astounding news, Alan. Maybe we're bringing some well, brevity. You know, I don't know. We've always had a hard time trying to figure out what the hell this show is. Because we do break, you know, new and inclusive. Ni- no, we don't. Do we, Alan? You know, we, I don't know. We well, waste you know, time chatting. Once upon a time, once upon a time I, I had more, you know, access to some information. And as channels have been taken away, you know, from uh, my ability to see them. Or, or, you know, gain information. <clears throat> but, um, no, see, we, we, we talk about, you know, what we hear, what we see, what we know, and try to make people realize that, you know, you might still be in a small town that you, you know, some little enclave that you think is still insulated from this, this nightmare world, you know, the governmental system <laughs> and the United Nations system. And uh, it's like, you know, I, I, that's what I try to get across to folks. You know, it's like if, if it's happening, you know, in, in this small, once rural German community, you know, it's probably happening to a lesser degree maybe where you live, and if you pay attention, you'll see it. You know, go to your city council meetings. Go to your county commissioner meetings. Um, you know, see what, what's, what's trying to be enacted because it, it's hmm. creeping in everywhere, no matter where you live at. It's, it's ubiquitous at this point in time. 
Man, I don't think we can go a show without you saying ubiquitous. Yeah, that's a, that's a, um, hmm, interesting. I don't know. Maybe somebody In the can digital age, it's one of the best words that I can think of, Steve. <laughs> All-inclusive, I believe. That's what... Uh, Expected to be there, um, everywhere. Um, yeah. Hmm. Okay. That's good. Yeah, I, I see our show is doing a lot, right? It, we're we're the, the cure for hopium, right? We're going to tell you the truth. You know, um, are we? Yeah, yeah. I definitely, we're going to try. You know, we, we want to tell you what's going on, what's straight. And I'm going to come out against, and I always do come out against, well, the official narratives. Like, well, last week we talked a little bit about Gandhi. Right. You know, oh, peaceful, peaceful. Right. And I'm not saying violence and I'm not backing down from saying violence either. I'm just saying that it doesn't happen. folks. Right. Peaceful revolutions. It's not the way it's going to happen. Right. And they're going to be painful one way or the other. You know, we were um, God. Richard Carey's show. I've been listening to Richard Carey's show uh, during the weeks. You know, Alan, uh, Andy has been working with me, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to be on Richard Carey's. I'm like, oh, yeah? Okay. Well, well, let's see how that goes. And so I, I, I've heard him a couple times, and I actually called in because uh, at one point they were talking about uh, all, all these guys around us in the world. Right, and when are they going to do something? Well, I don't know if that's how it actually went, but that's how I kind of perceived it. And you know, so so Alan, let's let's continue that a little bit, just a little bit or a lot. I don't know. Um, so all these folks around us are well comfortable, and they know things are wrong, right? But they're not willing to do anything. And, um, yeah, so are we ever going to get this started? What do you think? What is it to start, and how does it, I don't know. I, you know where well, I'm going? You know, you know Steve, and, and the folks out there, you know, you all have heard me for years, you know, you know, saying, you know, saying, you know, it, 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 yeah, I, I might sound defeatist, you know, because I, I understand the, the grip of, you know, and the, and the control that they have, you know, at this point in time. You know, we, we, we've sat back and we've been fat and, and happy and lazy too long. You know, as a general population, I'm not talking about the RBN crowd out there. You know, a lot of us have been aware of this and we've been fighting in whatever way we can. You know, whether, you know, it's our friend in Chicago, you know, holding up signs on overpasses or, or whatever you might be doing, you know, going down and, uh, you know, voting or being, you know, on, on your on your election board or whatever, you know. Um, you know, God bless anyone who's fighting against it in whatever means that you can. We all have different levels of learning and understanding, and, um, you know, not all of us are the same, you know, physically or mentally, you know, or, or you know, or knowledge-wise. Um, yeah. And, you know, and, and I'd like to talk about, you know, Chance on Richard Carey's show the other day when, you know, when our, when our radio star friend Andy and Mike in Kentucky were on there with him and... Oh, a bunch of people called in. We'll pick this up after the bottom of the hour here, Steve. Radio star. <laughs> Hang on. Republic of Texas Radio. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. 
People often write to tell us what has happened for them since starting Extendivite. Allow me to read a few. In one month, my blood pressure dropped significantly. I no longer get chest pain after exercise. It's amazing, and I ordered my second bottle. The reviews are spot on. My target is to get off BP meds, and if it keeps going like this, I see a light at the end of the tunnel. So far, a great product is what it claims to be. Great product. A few days in, and I could feel a difference for certain. Not checking medical stats yet. I know this is really working by how I feel. We'll continue to take this product. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit extendivite.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Extend your life with Extendovite. Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you, and your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Email tom at republicbroadcasting.org. T-O-M at republicbroadcasting.org. Hi, Tom Bolton for Ease Off. I know so many of you are finding our EZ4 Carcass Drop and Lift an essential tool for your meat processing operation. But today I want to spotlight four of our new products. First, our right height hog cradles with steel or aluminum frames. Our customers love this back-saving innovation that enhances sanitation and speeds production. Next, our beef cradles with stainless steel or aluminum frames eliminate rust and corrosion. We hope you'll compare our quality and prices for this essential part of your processing line. Our cradles are especially effective when used with our power skinner. And finally, our hook tumbler will keep your hooks clean and polished. EaseOff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. EaseOff, LLC. 417-932-6419. So here we fight all through the night. Going at it now, it's tooth and nail. And it's time for me to set my sails. Once we agree to set us free, it'll give us time to realize it's love will set a poor Yeah, I don't know if you can hear me, Alan. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's okay. I was just watching a little video that uh, CFR sent me. It's pretty damn funny. Cop walks up to a car and shines a flashlight at some dude, and the dude's kind of eating a hamburger, and he gets his flashlight out, points it back at him. (laughs) Stop resisting. Stop resisting. Stop resisting. What did he do? You shined a flashlight at me, sir. You know, I was 
threatened for my life. <laughs> I don't know how it ends. I'm sure it ends with ketchup all over the place. You know, that's the way it normally does. Go ahead. You know, let's not segue from that. Let's uh, talk about Chance on Richard Carey's show. Yeah, you know, um, you know if, if you're listening and if you know Chance a little bit, you know, he's, he's not scared by any of this, you know. He, he's uh, he's disgusted. He's um, frustrated, you know. Um, but but chance, you know. At one, at one point, he, he said, "He said, I'm so gd tired." Now, maybe not those exact words he said, but but you know, uh, always being on the defense, you know. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. that, that's oh, kind of like this. opium, Steve. You know, uh, living mm-hmm. your life on defense or living your life on opium is not a very efficient or effective, you know, a survival strategy, you know. I mean, if you're a football team and all you have is, is the defense part of the team, it's like uh, you're not going to score too many points and you're not going to get anywhere and win. You're never going to win, are you, you know. Mm. But, but once again, you know, uh, what can we do at this point? You know, I've said this so many times. It's like, you know, I would love to be able to do something, but I don't want to be the dude standing in, in Tiananmen Square in front of a freaking tank. You know, and, and end up yeah. just greasing the, tra- the treads on the tank. You know, it's going to be. It's got to take numbers, which is what we're attempting to do here. We're attempting to inform people and, and let people know. You know, and another thing I wanted to talk about, Steve. You know, once again, I, we haven't done this in a while, and we might have new listeners. You know, the stages of awakening. Uh, you know, becoming aware and, and awake. You know, not being woke, but you know, the stages. You know, once you find the information, you know, it, it's like you know, first there's that burst of. I knew it. I knew it. Once you start, once you hear someone yeah. talking the truth, it's like you know. I knew it. It's like I saw all that crap. You know, I watched you know Ruby Ridge and I watched Oklahoma City and I watched not you know nine eleven. You know, and I knew the explanations that I got for it just didn't make any sense. You know, and then you find people talking about it and you become aware, and it's like yes, yes. You know, it's like. I'm going to go out and tell everyone. All you, you know, we've been lied to. They're lying to us. They're playing <laughs> mind games with us. And, and you go out and you try to inform everyone, and everyone looks at you like a freaking fruitcake. You know, it's like, yeah. you're just crazy. You know, it's like, that's not what Fox and Friends in the morning said. And, uh, and, and, and you try and you try, and everyone just, you, you become a pariah, you know, uh, you know, an outcast amongst, amongst everyone. And, and, and then you, then you, you get to a point where, where you just say, all right, screw it, you know. Let them all die. You know, I don't give a damn. I've tried, and I'm, and I'm just called crazy, you know. And, and, and you do that for a while, and then you come to the realization, it's like, well, no, somehow I've still got some humanity and some integrity left. And you go back out, and you try to do it in a different way, you know. Uh, once, once you start this journey, it's very hard to stop, you know. Uh, but, you know, folks, if, if you're out there, if we got new listeners, um, you're not the, the only ones that have gone through this process. Well, I remember when I first heard someone describe it, I was like, damn, do, I, does, do they have cameras in my house or what, you know? Um, you know, because we, we all go through this process, and it, it's uncomfortable. You know, the truth is uncomfortable, you know, in, in, especially in today's world. And uh, I, just, I just wanted to say if there's any new listeners out there that are starting to go through this process, you're not alone, my friends, you know. Yeah, thank you, definitely. and thank you for questing for knowledge. Yeah, and thanks, RBN, for being here for, well, me when the time came, and, you know, for everybody right now. And by the way, I'm going to say this again, we'll, we'll talk a bit about station business at the top of the hour, but um, you're doing a real good 
job, Republic Broadcasting. I, I, I really like your lineup changes on the weekday, on the weekend. Uh, the hosts, great job. You know, I really appreciate a lot of y'all. You know, there's, there's people I don't appreciate. But then that's life. You know, you and maybe we'll get into that. Maybe we won't. I don't like to <clears throat> point a lot at the things and people I, I don't appreciate. But to Chance's point, uh, <clears throat> that we're always on the defensive, I kind of see that we exist inside of an, like, well, Alan, you say it best, an open-air prison. And so when you're in an open-air prison, you're being oppressed 24 hours a day. It's hard to be anything except um, on defense. Of course, there is, again, we talked about it earlier on the show in the little Jewish example of Shawshank Redemption. We could be digging little holes to get out of the prison, except, well, happens to be, they say we live on a little ball, and the entire ball is part of that open-air prison with just different rules at different places and they're trying to they are trying to to bring this little ball that we live on under one um government and that's something well, that we don't like Steve, you know um, if, if you huh. want if you want to go Where if you want to go, go Arnold Schwarzenegger you know we, we don't have Skynet that call us Skylink you know if you want to go <laughs> all Arnold Schwarzenegger you know and, and autonomous drones and robotic you know takeover and AI and all that crap yeah you know we, we don't have Skynet, but we've got Skylink. You know, just just a just a little, you know, uh, verbal, you know, wordplay there. Oh man, we're 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 getting totally pummeled from space lately. Hey, by the way, it looks like, um, well, we we do got Chance. Let's bring him into this conversation. Yeah. Uh, hey, Chance. <laughs> Good morning. Hey guys, you talking about me? Yes. Yeah, you know, uh, not, not behind your back, but on the radio. I yeah. know, I know. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, look, I'm, getting, I'm just getting so tired of all the bullshit. You know, I'm getting tired. I'm too old for this now, you know? All I want to be is left alone. You know, I got one foot in the grave and the other on a banana peel. I'm too old to be harassed and regulated Amen. everywhere I turn. And the new thing here is listen to this now. Census Bureau is sensing, is sending out American community surveys now to pry into people. Oh citizens. yeah, it's yep, one I heard that. Well, see, Go ahead. this is why I get frustrated. It's one goddamn thing after another, and I, I you know, right now I'm not going to give up. Of course not. But man, it's so tiring just to have a it little is. bit of privacy. To me, the most important thing is putting an end to all this crap and praying for people who need prayers, like Lynn and Marilyn. These are the important things. I don't have time for nothing else anymore. Oh, I want to ask you guys a question. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, do you guys keep uh, cribs, bassinets, and playpens in your secret tunnels, too? <laughs> no. I, I, I heard something about the... the uh, yeah. What is going on there? Well, listen, Steve. Uh, Al, I don't know if you remember this. Uh, uh, do you think these Hasidims have baby keepwell stations down there, too, in their tunnels? Hmm. I don't know. I mean, this yeah. is so bizarre. Everything, I'm, I'm convinced now, is meant to mess with our heads. Even this Middle East thing now. Now, the only reality, sad reality is, innocent people are dying, women and children. Okay, but as far as who's on whose side and who's putting, I'm starting to see through this too. The Trump nonsense is all bull crap. This is all 
to take us off the fact that we're going to be under tyranny very soon. This is what I'm convinced at this sure. point. No, really. I, yeah, no, I else. believe you. It's all I believe entertainment. You. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, what were you saying about entertainment? This is all, They throw all this stuff at us to keep us distracted. It's entertainment. Ah. I, yeah. You know, and I won't... I, you know, I used to say, go, Yemen, yeah, they're not taking any crap. But then I say to myself, well, wait a minute. Where did they get all that money and all those missiles? Somebody had to give it to them. So we're not being told the truth about it. And the sad part is, just like in the beginning of time, innocent people <laughs> have been murdered and they're going to continue to be murdered. That's the main point, to put a stop to that. Not, not get caught up in... Because I still don't know who is who in that whole Middle East thing. The whole thing looks fishy. You know, you, you, Chance, you, Chance, on, on the subject of Yemen, you know, I've got my weird sources. Um, you know, I was watching, uh, you know, information coming out of Yemen. That's been going on for five or six years. And supposedly, you know, it was Saudi Arabia that was fighting Yemen and bombing and killing and maiming and splattering body parts, you know, across, across you know, bazaars and malls and markets, you know. I've been watching this for five or six years, and uh, and and then I see. Uh, I think it was when RT was still on when I still had access to Russia Today, and um, and 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 they played a video of a of a general getting up, you know, in the Pentagon spokes room, um, giving up and giving a speech and saying, "So far this year, we've conducted 200, 200 strikes in Yemen." And I was like, "We've conducted two hundred strikes." It's like that was supposedly Saudi Arabia, Duh. like the United States isn't involved in all this crap, you know. Uh, not us, mm. not not the people on RBN, but you know the power structure that that is. You know we are the well, enforcement arm. You know? Alan, Alan, the U.S., Britain, you know Great Britain, Great Britain. I hate, I hate even calling them that. England and Israel yeah. are the cause of all the world's problems. Always have been, always will be. Yeah. I mean that's the bottom line. And this Trump crap. My, do you think I give a crap if they throw him in jail? I don't. Couldn't care. He's a billionaire. This is all nonsense, and people who believe, I mean, you know, Mr. Red Flag Gun Law, Mr. Father of the Vaccine, Mr. I Love My Tree of Life Award. I mean, I mean, what, this is all such, you know, I just... Yeah, and all, 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 you, all you gun owners out there, you might not have seen this, but I've got, I've got a recording of it, of Trump saying, you know, standing up there and saying, if it was up to me, I'd let, I'd, I'd, I'd let him take all the guns and let him fight it out in court. You know what I think they're doing, Alan? They're making him look like a victim so that yeah, we all flock yes. to him, and then we yes. vote for him, and then he stabs us in the back. That's what yes. I think is going on there. <laughs> more, more slow, lingering Sad, death. Huh? Slow, lingering death. Everyone yeah. says, would you, would you rather have had Hillary? And I'm like, to tell you the truth, yeah, because it would what have become very obvious what's going ask. on. They ask, I hate when they ask, oh, would you rather have Biden? Would you rather have Hillary? I don't want none of them. Oh. <laughs> I tell them I don't want none of them. What do you? What kind of stupid ass question is that? Would you rather have Biden? Would you rather have Hillary? I mean, what, these people, their minds are so. I, I mean, they. You know what they remind me of? They remind me of a brainwashed TV watcher or a brainwashed uh, 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 sports fan. And I was the biggest football fan there was, and I gave it up because I couldn't take it no more. When, when, when they start integrating politics, I, I watch a game to watch a game and to enjoy it. When they start putting politics and crap in that, that's it for this now. This is not fun when they start doing this. This is insulting. 
So I quit football. <laughs> and I love football. You know, that's one example. <clears throat> See, I walk the walk. I don't just talk. You know? Too many people out here, they play games, they don't see that. While we're doing this crap, their rights are being taken away. This is why when I called up Richard Carey's show, I was, I'm angry about this. Because while we sit here and talk about fake, fake elections and, and, and all these countries, you don't know who's really stands for what anymore because they're all for the new world order, global new world order. While we do this, our rights are being taken away one by one by one. And we don't seem to notice. And that's what's bothering people. This is just my personal observation, Chance. You know, like I said, at one one point, you know, I I was down, uh, I had a friend running for county commissioner here, and I was down at at our our local, you know, representative, you know, Kyle Biederman. You know, I was down at his office, you know, we were down there, you know, writing, handwriting envelopes for her to send out, you know, to get people to vote for her. And, um, and, and I'm sitting, I'm outside on the porch, you know, of this, you know, it's a little house in Fredericksburg on the main street there and uh, his offices. And I'm out there smoking a cigarette with my dog out there. My dog goes everywhere with me, but he was out on the porch. And, and all of a sudden, uh, this guy comes bopping up the stairs. And I, was, I had to look at him twice because it, it was Kyle Biederman, you know. Uh, but but he looked like a Ken doll, you know. He had manicured fingers and you know wearing an Izod shirt and you know all, all you know metrosexualed up and you know looking pretty. And, and I stopped him before he went in. I said I said, Hey Kyle, I said, can I talk to you for a second? You know, I, I didn't call him most honored representative Biederman. You know, I, I said, Hey Kyle, you know, because he ran he ran a hardware store here in town. You know, I I I'd met him. You know, I talked with him in his hardware store. So I said, Hey Kyle, I, I said I said, tell me the truth. It's just me and you out here. I, I said I said. What's it like in the dinner vipers up in Austin, you know, over in Austin? And, and he goes, he goes, to tell you the truth, he, he said, you know, he said, my staff, they, they, they make all my appointments for me, all my meetings, they, they brief me on, on, on what this group, you know, wants to talk about, here's what you can, you know, you know give in to them, here's what you can't give in to them, you know, basically, you know, doing the, you know, the, the back and forth, you know, uh, you know, uh, the, the political play, and, um, and, and, and he looked at me, and, and, he, and he said, to tell you the truth, and I stopped him mid-sentence, and I said, it's worse around here. And he said, yes. He said, I can't believe how corrupt this political system is here in this town, you know, the town that I live in. And, um, but, but basically what he told me was, he basically told me that politicians are nothing but meat puppets. They don't do anything. Well, they're told what to say. They're told what to do. And, and they're given a script. Well, see, Alan, I'm concerned how the American citizen is going to be affected this coming year. That's my main thing. And I think you're going to see so many phone irregularities. You're going to be scratching your head wondering, what's going on with this phone? Or what's going on with my communications? You're going to see a lot of this because they're putting clamps down on people now. They're going to... And meanwhile, they want you to watch Trump. They want you to watch the Middle East. Like I said now... I feel sorry. Very, I can't even watch press TV when I see those women and children all bloody. It breaks yep. my heart. I, I yeah, break yeah. into tears. I got to change it. I can't. That's the only thing I care about is women and children being killed. I don't care about the politics no more. This is all a game. And like I said with mm. Yemen, I used to say, "Wow, go Yemen. They're not taking any crap." But then I said to myself, "Well, wait a minute. A little crap hole of a country like that, and they got all this artillery. They had to get it from somewhere." So now I'm yeah. questioning. So now I'm questioning. Well, whose side are they on? Are they playing a part? 
uh, in this? Is Iran playing a part in this? And meanwhile, who, the innocent woman. Chance, Chance, gonna, who, who, who has so, always funded? Who has always funded both sides of any war? There you go. There you go. And that's what people seem to miss. All I care yeah. about is a woman and children. I don't care about nothing else. I don't care about. I don't trust no government. And, and now I'm wondering if there's a country out there where there's a little bit of hope that they're not into this new world order uh, global thing. I don't know. I really don't know. It's hard to tell now. Uh, but I don't trust anything anymore. And this well, Trump chance, not, chance, this, this is like about, this is, this is like yeah. during the COVID thing, Chance. You, you remember there was a couple of countries in 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 Africa, I believe. You know that that you know that that didn't want to you know do the vaccine and the lockdown and all this crap. You know that they, yeah. they sent in samples. You know and they, they they swiped a yeah. cantaloupe. You know and it came up positive. Now COVID, what is the lesson? And those guys got killed, Chance. Those those leaders got killed. The lesson there is this: even people who wear a loincloth and who urinate in the same water they drink from, they have enough common sense not to believe this. Now think about it. They're still thinking. You're right. They're still thinking. You know they. (laughs) And they can't even build a, a, a building over one story, and yet they have enough common sense. This is why I don't like to judge people because look, they might be a little backward. But at least they have common sense. Americans are so deaf, dumb, and blind that it's embarrassing to even talk to them anymore. I mean, really. Uh, it, it's really embarrassing. This brings up, you know, the book Confessions of an Economic Hitman. You know, um, you know this guy, you know, was part of the power structure. It's like, they send me over first. I go over and I talk to these, you know, these country leaders, you know, these, these presidents and prime ministers, you know, and, and we offer them money, you know. It's like, well, we'll give you $100 million if you'll, you know, uh, stab your people in the back and go along with our policies, you know. If they don't go along with that, then they send in the jackals. If, if their security system is too good and the jackals can't take them out, then they go to war. Anybody who stabs their own people in the back deserves to be hung by the highest tree and sway back yep. and forth in the breeze as far yes, as sir. I'm concerned. No, and no, no, there, there's a lot of Ukraine talk there. You know those poor bastards. That's like a, a country of corrupt criminals all playing a, a game. But we've been lied to on so many fronts. But we have our jackals in, well, in the United States, of America, corporate United States, if you will. You know, Chance, you keep bringing up Yemen, Yemen, whatever yeah. they call them. You uh-huh. know, it feels to me. Do you remember Idiocracy? Remember the the lawyer's name? What was his name? Uh, Frito I Bendejo. I, I think <laughs> that means homo. I think in the Spanish. Don't yeah, it? I, I Bendejo. Think uh, I believe is actually asshole. But go ahead. Yeah, well, Frito Bandejo well, and... Well, same thing, um, same thing. They're interchangeable. Homo, asshole, you know what I mean? You get yeah. the character. <laughs> yeah. One yeah. part of the movie, they have our hero, Not Sure, and uh, Frito were getting out of a, his car because the government shut down his car while they were driving in it. Like All of a sudden, the government yeah. shut his car down. And so they get out of the car and start walking across the street when the police show up. And they start shooting up his car. So Frito's car is on fire and blowing up. And they're hitting it with rockets and bullets. And Frito's sitting there going, yeah, yeah, woo, look at that. <laughs> it's like, hey, that's your car, man. They're destroying See, your now, car. This is, what, this is what American people should be concerned about. Leave my friggin' house and property alone. Leave my car alone. Sure. Get off my back. This is what they should be concerned with. But what are they doing? They're talking about elections. And these stupid fools, 
think politics is gone. The game is so rigged. It has been rigged. It only got worse. And then they look at other things that divert their attention. My boycott list is so damn long now. You wouldn't <laughs> believe it. Oh, my God, it's long. Hey, you know, uh, and, and Chance, you know, at, at one point in, in this country, definitely like after World War One, you know, the, most of the country didn't want to go into World War One, and then there's some cataclysmic event, you know, that brings us in. No, no one wanted to go into World War Two. you know. Uh, you know, we, we were warned, you know, you know, isolationism, you know. You know, it's, it's like defend your country, your borders, your people, do what you can, you know. It's like, you know, I, I yeah. unfortunately... I, you, know, you know, Yemen is, is halfway around the world, you know. I, I I wish I could say, do I have compassion? You know, do I wish I could save all these people? Do I wish I could save all, all the abused animals and everything out there? Yes, but, you know, um, unfortunately, I can't save the rest of the world. All I can control, have any control on is my very local area. And you know what, Alan? And, 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 and I can people. guarantee you, you come onto my property, you come into my town, my county, and you start killing my relatives, my friends, my family, and you're going to find your worst enemy. Up to that yeah, point, same here. I don't, I don't want to go halfway around the world to fight you know, Alan, other people's rights. Alan, people got to keep this in mind, and this only. The, re- the only reality and the only truth is that people have been murdered from day one to now. And it's going to happen in the future, and it just might be them. That's, that's all they have to know. And that's and let everything else roll off your back because it's all bullshit. Politics, what's going on in other countries? Well, it's sad though that there was women and children. I'm telling you, that's that is really heartbreaking, uh, Alan. I don't know if you watch that on press TV. Uh, yeah. hey, like, like, like I said, I, I've got I've got film clips out of Yemen uh, of them going into where, where a, 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 a giant bomb, you know, you know, hit, hits this central market. And, and, and a guy's walking in, with, you know, taking videos of it. And the closer he gets to the center, you know, on the outskirts, you know, there's people that are wounded, you know, shrapnel and, and blast effects. And then they start getting closer, and they get to the center of the blast. And, and, and in the walls, you know, of this bazaar, you know, this, this market, you know, there are body parts splattered everywhere. There are people picking up these bodies, and it's like picking up a bowl of jello because all their bones have been shattered you know what? because of blast. Alan, you know? here's the thing. Very, very, very very all hard countries. to watch stuff, but that's the reality of war. Yes, Alan, all countries are complicit in killing their own people. That's the yes. bottom line. Ours, yep. ours included. We just don't know it yet because we got so fat and lazy and stupid. But, but, but when all the chemicals and the water and the air and the food catch up to your body or the jab doesn't, doesn't knock you stiff as, a, 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 as iron, knock you dead... Then you'll find out, but then it'll be too late. See, I mean, yeah. I'm just getting. I, I, I almost wish they would. I, I almost wish they would enact the draft again, because then people would be saying, "It's like, what? You mean my children have to go over and they have to put into a meat grinder? You know, uh, or I have to go over?" It's like you know, until that point again. I, I almost wish they would enact the draft because a lot more people would become aware and wake up and say, "No, wait a minute, I don't." You really know do what I get draft. a kick out of Alan when I hear this? Thank you for your service. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for your service. My, I have no rights left. All what right. have you done for me? You fought for corporations. You didn't fight for me. I'm not thanking you. Why thank you? Because you're dumb enough to fight for somebody else and not the people. That's why I said thank yep. you. Hey, Chance, yep. hold the line. Um, uh, Sam wants to talk to you off air, and um, we got Mike from Kentucky wants to join us here in a minute. Uh, you can 
You can hang with us if you want, Chance. Uh, we're going to be moving on at the top of the hour. Republic of okay. Texas Radio. Yes,